me. Eight minutes past two o'clock and you're listening to the One Two Three Show and I'm delighted to be joined by Sadia Osmani once again. Sadia, it's great to see you. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. It's great to see you too. It's yes. nice to pop into the studio. I know. We're finally relaxing the rules um, so we've got guests coming in and oh, it's, it, it just feels like the place is uh, more vibrant. Yeah, let's hope it stays like that. Fingers then. crossed, yes. Fingers. So what have you got for us uh, well, today? I thought I would talk weddings because I suppose this is kind of like a bit of a wedding season coming up now and um, and I suppose the whole COVID thing has just changed people's perception of weddings because I mean I know quite a few people I think it started off with an announcement in Elle magazine or something about the fact that Princess Beatrice and her fiance had actually announced that they were cancelling their Buckingham Palace wedding reception and it was supposed to take place in May and so I don't know maybe they might do Zoom who knows but uh, <laughs> but so so it just like brought this into my mind that so many people and actually I've got a nephew who's supposed to be getting married in August in the UK and he's already oh, given no. a deposit for the venue and all sorts. So lots of people are in this situation at the moment where they may have organised their wedding. They may have given dep- deposits for venues and, you know, they may have insurance. But the insurance really has not even thought of anything like this. There is no clause in insurance which tells you... Of a global pandemic. Absolutely. Because, you know, the types of things that perhaps you might be able to cancel is like if a supplier, say, lets you down or something, or you're forced to cancel because a, a kind of key guest because of poor health can't come or you know you've lost or stolen things or you know something like that has happened but for this there's just no way of knowing what to do so I I think quite a few people are probably going to lose deposits or they're going to postpone things it seems like what people are doing is they're saying look let's just do something small and then we'll do something bigger and if the venue allows it they'll go back and do it on that venue which is a bit sad really I suppose but there are certain pros and cons to this I think you know I mean where's the pro is if you think about it right weddings like I cannot think of anything else apart from say buying a house or something which is so stressful Oh, really? It is. It is so stressful from the from the moment that you announce that you're getting married. And I think this is similar in all cultures. Um, the wedding some, some sometimes cultures, the weddings are more complicated. Yeah, I have abs- Indian friends oh, who the, the weddings go absolutely. on for three or four days. I'm like, whoa, one day is already so much. No, and also you're in a roller coaster because in a way sometimes the weddings get a bit hijacked because you kind of announce that oh yeah we're getting married and then the mums on both the both sides think oh well we've got to do this and we've got to do this and and I think you know as far as I can tell you know from past experience that I've seen weddings and things the stress levels are so bad seriously people who don't normally fuss or do anything during weddings they're all just like prima donnas and they think well you didn't say anything to me about it and I didn't know so there's lots of kind of issues that you have to you have to handle so I suppose in that respect suddenly if you're finding that you can't do this big lavish wedding 
some of the couples might actually be a bit relieved. Might be a silver lining. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know, the couples, yeah, there are lots of people, lots of women, lots of men who want this as their ideal day. But sometimes they might actually be quite relieved because of the hassles involved. You see, I think that comes from the wisdom that you've experienced those stress. and you're I doing... have. I've seen it in my own daughter's <laughs> way. We only did a small wedding for my daughter. It was only about 60 people in our garden. We had put a, That's put a, a thing up in our garden. And, um, oh, my God, and even that was just like lots to work you know so the types of things that you're thinking about obviously we're we know what we're talking about we're talking about the latest fad and that is that people are doing zoom weddings right and there's some really good examples of some of the ones but before that let me just tell you what it is that you are going to be putting aside if you go for a zoom wedding right so for instance you've got no real big problem about clothes okay you have maybe you're just going to be like head and shoulder shots and things like that okay but clothes okay even if things don't fit you too well hopefully people are not going to notice on zoom that's true there's going to be no major thing about traffic and people coming late and catering there's no venue higher costs and you send calendar invites which you know you're not posting things off and think about all the favors that you're supposed to pay for like you know you you have these little trinket things on the tables and things for people to munch on forget that okay don't need it all right and then you've got videos and photographers and then if you have a free zoom account 40 minutes done and dusted and you're sorted <laughs> and no family stress that's right. It might start a new trend, actually. Uh, I think, actually, I think it will be quite popular. Give you some examples. Some people have actually done this, right? And some people said that they sent out a notice saying, we're doing our wedding ceremony at home today. Please join us online if you can. Click the Hangout link and then calendar <laughs> invite, right? And then the invite was actually sent four hours <laughs> before, right? And and they just and and they were using a free Zoom account and they said when we arrived we were greeted by music on vinyl and a handwritten sign reminding guests that they should grab a drink you know in their own home <laughs> and mute their microphones okay so they could sit and watch and um, and then there's another case here where there's a chatter on the line friends are waving to one another from small boxes obviously on the screen and things are going really smoothly and they're just about to kick off and suddenly they kicked out of Zoom because because, <laughs> because they've exceeded their 40 minute, they've got to their 40 minute free thing. So do think about it, that if you are going to do a wedding, make sure that maybe you might have to just invest in a Zoom account so that you don't get kicked, get out. kicked out. Or you tell everyone, let's just click back in and get the other 40 minutes, okay? And um, some, uh, a couple in India, um, a television crew at NDTV, they found out that, um, that, you know, this couple found out that they couldn't go to the Sikh temple to do their wedding. So they decided to do the wedding over Zoom. So they contacted about like 50 people, just family and friends, and they all joined them on the web and uh, they did it as a meeting and Aww. they did the actual wedding like that, you know, so that was fine. That's so and another example I've got is school sweethearts Ben Jackson and Sophie Austin from London got married over Zoom and they uh, did a call in front of family and friends while they were self-isolating. But at least they're self-isoting self together. together. <laughs> together. And 
I did read something that I would rather self-isolate with my wife for 14 days than anyone else. So that's nice. All right. That's so nice. Um, and then there's another one where a couple did a kind of level three wedding in the backyard of their home in Auckland. And they had the limit was 10 people, but they live streamed a thousand guests online. How a you, thousand a guests? A thousand guests. This is a level three wedding, so there must be level one, two, whatever. And um, they what's had a thousand level, guests. What's a level three? I have no idea. I should, yeah. I've got to investigate. Yeah. But what they did is they, you know, people, what were they doing is they have small gardens or even a little balcony, and then they put a white sheet on it and some flowers, and they make it look quite nice. It looks quite cool. You know, it could be a five-star hotel. Who could knows? be, and you never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be. And then they put some flowers. And now, another one these are all innovative ways of getting married right in Gainesville Florida um, Melanie and Sylvester decided to get married they had actually planned an ocean backdrop with seven bridesmaids a hundred guests and a rotating rooftop restaurant but that was crap okay so, so that was the end of that but instead what they did opt for was a Gainesville parking lot on a Thursday and they were standing next to their car and a county clerk was behind a window wearing an Elvis Presley wig and cape. And lots of people came in their cars and they just watched the ceremony from the car park oh. and they and they all clapped from their cars. So they did actually take part in it. The other wow. interesting one. A has, car park wedding. Everybody oh came in their car. That's if they had the drive through McDonald's, they could have fed them too, I suppose. <laughs> a drive through uh, wedding. Um, and then there's another one where, uh, yeah, talking about drive through This is like a Brie and Lindsay. They got married and they went to a drive-in theatre in Texas for a special screening of their wedding. And the couple exchanged vows on stage and the guests looked on from the safety of their cars on computer screens. So... <laughs> So other things that have happened is people have got married in remote beaches in their backyards, obviously, and there's some of them have just done Instagram announcements. And one of them actually did a wedding at um, a public access sort of cliffside. So, so I dread to think if they move too much on the side there. But just um, looking at some of the kind of weddings and the costs, if, for instance, you're going for the Zoom one, it could be quite cheap okay you do the job you're married and that's it but in i was looking at costs of weddings just generally for instance in hong kong um an average cost for a hundred guests is about two hundred thousand dollars right entertainment is about ten thousand dollars favors cost about two thousand dollars and the reception itself, you know, as I said, was about two hundred. It could be up to about two hundred and twelve thousand. If you're going to go to the UK, uh, a wedding, a nice wedding, could cost you about uh, twenty-seven thousand pounds. And in Kenya, it could be about thirty-four thousand dollars. And in the US, again, thirty-three similar sort of amounts. A Canadian spend about twenty-three thousand. And in Greece, you can get done with 19. This is good to think about if you want to go somewhere and have a wedding abroad. And couples in Spain, about 20,000 again. Russia, 15,000, where it's going down, all right? Uh, Chinese weddings, cost it says 12,000, but it's a lot more than that. Chinese pay, perhaps in mainland, might be much cheaper. Sri Lanka, about, let's see, will cost you about $1,128. Quite cheap in yeah. Sri Lanka. 
Sri Lanka is very cheap. Good yeah. Luck. Mexico, 9,000. And Mauritius, 533. No way. You know where you should head yeah. then, really. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you could probably have a really nice backdrop in Mauritius too. Thailand as well. Many of my probably friends have, have gone to Thailand uh, to, to, to get married. Um, I also, yeah, lots of friends do overseas weddings because it's like a holiday yeah. uh, on top of that. But yeah, weddings are I went really to expensive. A wedding. I went to a wedding a number of years back in Fez. I was invited to a wedding in Morocco. And it was a friend of mine. And, oh, my goodness, it was amazing. And this, it was really interesting because this wedding started at 10.30 in the night. Oh. Because it was in August, it was quite hot, right? And then it, they just told us it's going to start at 10.30 and it's going to finish by 7.30 in the morning. Wow. And it was a like... A real all-nighter yeah, party. Yeah, seriously. Everyone was wide awake and, and the place was... And every, every so often they were coming and pouring these lovely tea and these big jugs and giving sweets and things, sweetmeats and all sorts of stuff. Then about 3.30, this big lavish meal of a, a sort of roast lamb with couscous and all sorts of different vegetables around it. And, oh, it's just amazing. And they brought that out at 3.30. But we were wide awake, 7.30. And the, and the bride changed her clothes three times. So I suppose, you know, if it was coronavirus time, none of that. No, it'd probably be be one in the parking lot. So was your wedding big then? Um, it was it it was not that big. I think I had just about a hundred guests. Oh, okay. So that's not actually that big for for, for like Pakistani yeah. Hong Kong standard. Yeah, I had about two hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's a big wedding. Wow, and it, and it was just a one day affair. None of this like three three or four days. How many days was your oh, wedding? It was about um. Well, kind of. We had one thing on one weekend, then another thing, another. Then we have the henna thing where they do and I used to and it's interesting because I used to work for the BBC then right and my manager at the BBC said look Sadia you know if you need some space we've got the hall upstairs you can use that and it's the office right and then we did a big dance party in there and we did a henna thing and my manager was in there and, and I had half the BBC in this wedding and it was great yeah it's very nice oh, but it was very hot yeah. it was quite a very it was a heat wave in the UK at the time uh, well you could have had your wedding at 10 30 in the night time yeah I know could have done it overnight <laughs> <laughs> well food for thought for some of our listeners uh hopefully uh, this coronavirus uh, COVID-19 will not last and no more cancellations of weddings and if you uh have had to cancel your wedding or know somebody uh well uh condolences and and maybe there will be a party another time that that the most important thing is your love for each other meanwhile thank you so much for your time sadia until next week thank you very much